Special. Oh, my So, <laughs> here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. Oh, Lord. Started way no, no, back no, no, no. in no history with that rock MCA and me, Mike Who is that? We had a little horsey named Paul Revere. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Slightly Uncomfortable. Are you ready? (laughs) I guess it's time we start the show. Welcome to Slightly Uncomfortable. Uh, We've got a different show tonight. And when I say different, I mean um, different. Uh, We've had suggestions over all the podcasts that we've done, one of our criticisms has been we need a voice of a lady, a lady's voice on the show. So I, I listened, I listened to that complaint, I listened to that suggestion, and only did I get one lady for the show. I got two ladies for the show. Yeah, you yeah. Did. So it's it's I have two ladies down here in the bunker right. with me, uh, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves, ladies. So I'm Janet and I'm Heather. Janet and Heather, uh, tell uh, tell our our listeners, both of them, uh, how you all know each other. So we met um, about, what, 15 years ago or so? At least. At least yeah. in West Kentucky, where we're from. And Heather was actually my boss for a while. And uh, she left that workplace and uh, um, was elected as a county official in her county. She served for two terms. And then she ended up coming back to work in our chosen field. And then I ended up being kind of our team leader. Yeah. And we just, just always got along. So y'all take so turns well. bossing each other around is what I mean. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it's I'd rather her boss me around, though, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and I like that. So alpha, beta is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. Why not? Okay. All right. It works. It and, does. And, and Heather has just recently moved. To the capital city. Mm-hmm. What's your initial thoughts of our beautiful, fair city? I think I fit right in. <laughs> I think you do. That may be a little scary, <laughs> given what I know about our fair city. <laughs> she has a hippie sort of flower child. Is she crusty? Crusty. Granola? Mm-hmm. Crunchy? Is it crunchy? I think it's called crunchy. Um, yeah. I, what, That's what they I, call, they took to call people mm-hmm. that are real hippie-ish. Well, you eat a lot of granola than crunchy. Oh, I. Do you eat granola? I like granola. Best well, it keeps you regular. Oh, that's good to know. It does. Thank you. It, it does. That is very important. It is. If you don't stay regular, the rest of your days gone to shit. Well, <laughs> really. So, In all yeah. fairness, yes. So, so both these ladies have listened to our our humble show, and um, one more than others. I'm not saying anything, Janet. Um, Mm-hmm. Heather showed up late to the dance. I think she's ahead of you on how many shows she's listened to. I'm just saying. I'm an overachiever. Really? She, she is. She really applied herself. Well, thank God you knew her. That way you got an invite. Oh, well. Pray, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> so the premise of this show has always been. Three, <laughs> praise the Lord. I oh, sure did. Lord, she just went to church. Praise him anyhow. You know what I'm saying? You know, yes, that is something seldomly heard on the show. Well, <laughs> we, we talk it's about, about time. Yeah. We, we talk about Kenny you Loggins. Had us, you should have had us on much sooner. <laughs> we, yes. we, we, we talk about Kenny Loggins a whole lot, but we don't. We don't Kenny Loggins, 
It's, it's the picture of Jesus your parents had up in the oh, house. Oh, no, we don't have pictures of Jesus no. in our house. We don't think that's right. No, he's in our hearts. You don't, you, you don't no. have one of those Kenny Loggins pictures of Jesus? No. 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 Absolutely so, not. It sounds like to me you're judging the Christians that do. That doesn't no. sound very Christian-like. <laughs> not at all. This took a really deep turn quickly. Well, what the hell? We don't have that. That's not right. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, you did, Nobody but, really well, knows what he looks like. He looks like Saddam Hussein. Probably more than Kenny Loggins. Given the area of the country or the world that he's from, he looks like a Muslim. Or perhaps a Jewish person with dark eyes. True. I think there's a slight difference. Oh, oh, uh, now we got somebody praising. Okay. This is a a stark difference than how we normally (laughs) talk. Well, I won't tell you that. (laughs) But one of the premises of our show, our underlying premises, are two things. First and foremost, it's guys sitting around talking. And we originally started this show because we don't think that people that aren't guys, meaning ladies, really fully understand what we talk about when we sit around. Mm. You know, they think we're talking about car, sex, and sports, mm. which we do cover those, but we also <laughs> cover <laughs> varied other topics. Such as? Well, what, if you listen to the show, <laughs> if you listen to the shows, you would know. Mm-hmm. But seeing that you haven't, you can, you can reference our library. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the archives? One of the... One of the things I want to know with having you ladies down here, thank you for joining us. I'm going to try to keep it a little bit cleaner than traditional. Oh, good. But I haven't had that much bourbon yet, so. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yes, but you have served us drinks. So. That's right. And, I mean, I can't make well, it. I'm promise. a host. I am a host. And bless your heart. Yeah. Yes. And, and the, the, uh, the second thing is you have to drink bourbon if you're on the show. Mm-hmm. And the ladies are drinking a bourbon and ginger ale with a splash of lime uh, because we, I didn't know that they would be completely comfortable with straight bourbon. Mm-hmm. So, which we probably will be later. Yeah, that, after that, we finish this drink, we're, we're it'll gonna, be, probably be ready. We're going to make sure that we record <laughs> that, that. Yeah, part it's all good. So, given the premise of this show, <clears throat> what it's been in the last sixteen episodes, we want to we want to find out. I want to find out what happens to ladies when they sit down and talk to each other because it's a mystery to us. You know, it's a mystery to guys what you ladies do when you get together. So, hmm. tell me some of the things and some of the stuff that you oh. all do when you gather together. So. Um, I'll start this off by just an experience we've had lately with Bumble. So Bumble... Swipe right. Swipe left, sunshine. (laughs) Oh, dear. We probably had that for a week, swiped left many more times than we swiped right, and it's gone. The app is deleted from our phones, never to be seen again. Tell me why that is. Well... I don't know if I set my parameters too closely, but there just weren't that many, like, silver foxes for me. I mean, I'm 50. Well, you, so, need, you need to go to OurTime.com. Well, perhaps I do. No, that's that's for folks over 50. Is it really? You there want, you go. If you like See? more mature applicants, yes, because you're interviewing for positions is what I'm hearing. Apparently. <laughs> yes. Oh, I have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems some like Heather is applying some sort of filter that is not merited. You need to stop with that filter, young lady. That's right. That's right. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Drink up. Okay. Um, but um, so, so Bumble didn't work out. Mm-mm. But again, they have um, several different ones, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been on every one of them. I got banned from Christian Mingle. We won't get into the whole story oh, about how I'd that happened. I would love to hear that. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> but, um, well, it shouldn't surprise anybody. <laughs> uh, but um, I think you may be operating Bumble incorrectly. In what way? Because Bumble is set up differently than any other 
app of its type, mm-hmm. whereas the lady has to initiate oh, the yes. first conversation. But not the first conversation. Okay, yes. You have to mess you, first. Ma- you break the ice. You okay. say hello first. But then you don't. You shouldn't have to continue Carry that conversation. Absolutely, you should. What? No. Absolutely. Why? No. Because you all are initiating. That's, that's the premise. So right? we should get one-word answers to our questions? Not at all. Okay, but so that's what's happening. If you're asking questions, yeah. then that's per- you're doing the, the right way. Mm-hmm. But I've been on Bubble many times, mm-hmm. and I'll get the and the same stuff that ladies complain about on on dating sites and that they get, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Or, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. Something like that, something mm-hmm. really short. I'll get a, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. I don't complain about that. No, I don't either. And then I, I will say, not a lot. Thanks for messaging me. How are you this morning? Fine. Okay, so let's just let's just role play one of those conversations that I had recently. Okay, here's do what I, I get to play alone? No. <laughs> oh damn it! So no. Oh, so you, you're, you're looking for ladies on Bumble's when no. I'm here. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, just you know, it's whatever works for everybody else. But we like us. Oh, good, you're not judging the Kenny Lawrence like people. Honestly, uh, we like us a good, good. You need dude. to fill in that blank. I don't we know. Just need a dude. I really don't know if I like. If I like anybody. (laughs) Oh, my Lanta. Okay. I mean, so. All right. So role play that. that Okay. So basically my conversations, I had a really nice Game of Thrones conversation with one man, one gentleman. He was very pleasant. And then, you know, we just kind of left things open. But then I was the last one to, to say anything to him. So then. He never said anything back, and, you know, I mean, I didn't know what to say to him. I asked him if he had a good day, you know. I just, you know, what do you say to somebody you've never even looked in the eye? And so Mm -hmm. I started having this conversation with this man, okay? We had a match, and so I just said, hey, how are you? Hope you had a nice day. And then um, he comes back on, and he immediately tells me that he's a one-woman man, that he wears his heart on his sleeve, and I messaged him back, and in, in his in his profile, he mentioned that he was a Christian, and that's important to me, and that he, um, you know, he loved his grandma, loved his, you know, oh, Jesus. okay, he was a military, he was in the military, all right, but then, okay, I've been in a controlling relationship before, so I pick up on control things really quickly now, I feel like, maybe it wasn't. But it was like two messages in, and this guy says, so how would you feel about just deleting the app, putting 100% of our effort into focusing on one another, and seeing what we could have with each other? That would be a delete and block. And I, the message came, it was like 1130 at night. I mean, I was going, I was asleep. And, and so he was drinking. Yeah, probably. And so <clears throat> I didn't answer. And I got up the next morning and I got ready for work and I I didn't answer. And by lunch, I had a message that basically said, well, clearly you are not interested in what I have to say and you are no longer interested in me. Have a nice life. And I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And so I said, I'm sorry, but I'm definitely not what you're looking for. By the way, you never took any time to get to know me as a person. You just asked me to delete an app 
and devote all my time to you. Don't think so. Well, I mean, just you know, count yourself lucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't meet that guy. Mm-hmm. What had happened if you met him face to face? I mean, that's the great yeah. thing about these ads. True. You can rule assholes out much quicker than yeah. you could if you met them in any other type of form. True. Right? Mm-hmm. Because if he come up to you at a bar, it may have taken you a lot longer Get to smitten. rule that out. Right? Yeah. Because it's much tougher to say those things to somebody face to face than it is anonymously via a text message or a message on an app. Hmm, true. So I don't know. I, I think the apps, I've, I've dated on apps for, I started dating on dating apps when it was Yahoo Personals. Oh, I remember right. those Back days. in the day, mm-hmm. right? But I have found it to be very easy to ask questions that are otherwise awkward face-to-face mm-hmm. that are important to you, regardless what the, mm-hmm. those things may be. Mm-hmm. And normally folks answer relatively honestly because they got no skin in this game yet. Yeah. So they, you know, but now, and you can sniff out the ones that are being disingenuous, just like what you did. Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody's going to delete a damn app, you know, as soon as you message somebody. Well, and I just yeah. told him, I just moved to town. I don't even really oh, know what I'm looking for. Let me go on and tell you this right now. You know? Don't ever tell a dude that. Because that means you have no support here at all. And that's going to attract yeah, those he morons was that want to be your world. Mm, yeah, he immediately wanted to be my world. Yeah, you know, be, I would advise right. ladies to be very cautious with what you all divulge. Mm. About where you live, Black about stack. your support system, your that kind of stuff. I would be really, really careful with that, because there's a bunch of guys out there that. Don't, what did you say? I said thanks, Dad. Well, did you hear that? I'm looking out for y'all. Thank you, because we dated, obviously need that. Well, I've dated on these apps a little bit, probably more <laughs> than you have. Now, I'm not going to say the word I'm thinking, <laughs> but if you push the envelope, it's going to be said. <laughs> Because I call the guys that, I might as well call y'all that. Now, simmer down there, sunshine. (laughs) Got me a little hot under the collar. (laughs) So, but now, let me ask you this, just using Bumble as an example. Yep. Sorry. You've had had bad dates in the past, right? Oh, yeah. Swing and misses, right? Yeah. Did you stop dating? No. Did you blame it on dating totally? I've had marriages like that. Right. I didn't really date much. (laughs) I went straight into the long-term bed. You know, it's okay to date without marrying. Hmm. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I the last really <clears throat> important relationship that I was in was uh, entered into because um, it was sort of a weird mourning period for the loss of my dad who died of lung cancer. So I quickly got into a relationship and it sort of blindsided me, but you needed attention. You needed to I feel need, Yeah, I need valued. to be loved on a little bit. And, you know. and also mm-hmm. someone to lean on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. So I think um, I made, you know, I think whenever we mourn, whether it be male or female, I think we make sometimes uh, odd decisions that maybe we wouldn't have made before. But nevertheless, I ended up getting engaged to this dude, and he turned out to be an incredible narcissist. And uh, the which at first you were drawn to mm-hmm. because no, he was self assured uh, and confident and strong where you well, may have been weak. Let me let me let me clarify a little bit. The first date that I went on, uh, he invited me over to his house and he had a deer head mounted on the wall, which Beautiful. I have no Beautiful. objection to. But he then have you noticed my carcass that I have up here? Yes, yeah. I mean that's, that's how I I'm, like to. Issue I'm down a, with that. Start I mean, a that's relationship. What a dude wants how to do you do? feel about dead things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but and but, it's pretty. 
But the but the really interesting thing about that deer head that was mounted to the wall is that it had a mink stole around its neck. So I have a something dead on something dead. Yes. <laughs> layers so of layers of dead. So I thought, okay, this dude is not for me. So I get in the car. That, that was the sign. It was. And then my sister, on the way home, I call my sister. Nope, I've had dead nope, animals nope, in my nope, wall. Nope, not happening. And he was slightly, um, uh, we'll just say it's CC-fied. So I'm just, I do not, I'm just, I want a dude. Enga- I just want to do. You got engaged to him? Okay, so my sister, hold up, sunshine. So my sister says, you do not give anybody a chance. He is probably a good dude. You know, just give him a chance. And I said, I don't know, I don't know. So I talked myself into it. That's the first mistake. It wasn't it? It was, and my sister's a dumbass. So anyway, so I ended up, the whole thing lasted maybe five months, but it was probably one of the most... Um, uh, traumatizing experiences. Well, you were still raw from absolutely, the death of your dad. and then he um, absolutely tore me down um, to where I was curled up in a ball um, for a couple months, mm-hmm. and so that's not my normal um, uh, demeanor. Uh, what you see is what you get, and I'm I'm fairly thick skinned, I would say. But the, I just, that <clears throat> sort of uh, clicked something off in me. And uh, for a long time, I just I just couldn't have cared less. Could not have cared well, less. Well, you put up walls to protect yourself. Yeah, it didn't, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. I agree with you, but it didn't feel like a wall. Mm-hmm. It was just disinterest. And that's just the wall. Disinterest. Mm-hmm. If I so, don't engage, I don't have to, I don't have to right, have feelings. Right. I don't have to make a decision. Sort of. And so <clears throat> I didn't even recognize it. Uh, as narcissism until I talked to my pastor then and his wife and and she said he is a narcissist get away from him you know and and I oh and you know I gave the ring back to him the whole thing and and afterward I thought you know that ring was always just a little too tight in so many ways Mm -hmm. and so the best thing for me um, and I think for any woman in that situation um, is to just take the bull by the horns and Get out of it. Go through the messy period. Put the walls up if you got to to get yourself over it, and then you gotta just yeah make up your mind what you want in your life, you know. And I mean, I've never been married. I mean, I don't have kids. I've never been married, but I'm I am pretty happy, honestly. I can't say that I have walls up particularly, um, but I. Um, I'm kind of happy just, I guess I'm kind of set my ways you know, and I say that. You and know? I think it's it's easier for ladies to be content mm-hmm. flying solo for a while. And we talked hey. about that. Yeah, I, I, we did. Amen. I, Amen, I, brother. I, I agree with that. I think it's easier because um, you all do great with that until you don't. Do you think and it's guys just honestly never do great with it at all. Do you think it's because women are okay, more, do you think that it's true that women are more okay with their emotions. No. Okay. Because that's stereotypical. No, I, I, I believe that each gender are both have fucked up emotions. Mm, okay. All right. I mean, so since you put it that way. Well, no, I, I think they do. I mean, depending on. <laughs> I, this is my show. 
this is slightly uncomfortable. I gotta have another. This, it is. this ain't no it NPR is. voice, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, so here, here's you want. Okay, here's my raw, uh, just a little bit of my my raw story. Okay. Go, girl. All right. So, I'll start at the end because it's you're probably gonna go. What now? What the hell? Yeah. Um, I I don't necessarily consider myself having walls up. I deleted that app because I started very quickly realizing that I just needed to be with me for a while. Well, you also like, have had a lot of life changes here recently. Mm-hmm. I have. Absolutely. And you didn't really need to usher some something else to add to that. Exactly. And I have spent the better part of 20, well, really, if you want to think about it, in a, a deep, deep way of most of my life trying to please and take care of everybody, other people. And so, you know, that that evolved from me being a little girl basically wanting to please my parents and wanting to do the right thing. And you're the to, oldest. And I'm the oldest sister, so my, I mean, I've got a great relationship with my baby sister, but, you know, I always wanted like to take Janet. care mm-hmm. of everybody. Yeah, the her sister, she said her I sister's an ass. No, no, you said your sister was an ass, so well, I'm just saying. Sorry. She doesn't, sorry. Sorry, sorry I hope you Don't never say her name. This. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you, it, it seems like that uh, the, the relationships are different. <laughs> with no, Heather, I'm actually Heather best friends her. with my sister. Oh, except she's an ass. <laughs> In that particular time, yes, she was. <laughs> Situational <laughs> ass is mm-hmm, what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So, so, so Heather, please. Continue. So, okay. So basically, you know, I've got I've got sons that are grown. I have been through three marriages, one that lasted seven years, one that lasted three years, and my third marriage that lasted almost six years. And that sounds crazy because I absolutely do not believe that, you know, I don't believe that divorce is, you know, just something that you should enter into lightly ever. But um, my last marriage taught me, you know, that not to be controlled anymore. And that was basically the situation. I mean, I don't know, you know, how, how raw you want me to get, but I mean... He was living a life that was completely opposite of anything I could ever want in mine and lying to me about it. And basically, when I would approach that with him, he would tell me just straight out, you are crazy. You are imagining this. You know, mm-hmm. you are, this is all because of how you treat me. This is all because of you. And so, which sounds narcissistic. The day that I mean, he basically the day I made my mind up that that I would rather be doing this alone, and and on my own was the day he told me he wanted me to die and burn in hell. Well, and, that seems aggressive. You know, and I was just like, what? You never say that to somebody. You should never say that to anybody. No, I mean, you should never say that. You should never make fun of their pictures of Jesus. You know, there's a lot. I of didn't things. make fun. <laughs> Hmm, James. Hmm. We're going to have to talk about this more after the show. No, sir. no, no. We talk about stuff all this Okay, show. all right. Well, you <laughs> asked for it, Big Daddy. You know, no, let me ask you to this, given your all's, your all's past. And I'll tell anybody at our age, and we're all roughly the same age. Janet and I are about the same age. Mm-hmm. Heather is the youngster of the room. I am. Absolutely. I'm the baby. And uh, But we, we, we round up in, this, in the bunker, all right? We round yeah. up. Yeah, and if you're going to hang out with old people, you're just going to be considered old, okay? Yeah. But old given, our, old given our age, we've all been through some some trauma. Oh, we've yeah. all had some. 
we've all had situations that we thought were going to be a forever and they ended up being for now. Yeah. And I tell any lady that I go out on a date with, we already have something in common because every relationship we've ever had has failed. And that may sound depressing, but it's true. It is true. And until you own that, you can't get past that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and it's difficult, I believe, and you, I'd love to hear y'all's opinion, it's difficult at our age to find a, a really strong connection because when we were 20, we had the world in front of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were going to buy our first house. We were going to find our first job. We were thinking about having kids. Starting a family. You know, you were think all these life events were ahead of you. Now at 50-ish, you're welcome, Heather, at 50-ish, <laughs> though all those events are now behind us. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's tough when you've got more behind than you probably will have in front of you. I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't know that I feel that All right, right we're now. 50. Not lot. I mean, my dad may be 100 by the time he passes. God love us. So he'll probably outlive all of us. Yeah. But statistically speaking, we have got more time behind us than That's we're true. going to have oh, yeah. in front of us. You're yes. right. So, Time-wise, yeah, but... Not to say we can't make the most out of and 10 positive, years yeah. or 15, but... The reality of it is, a lot of our firsts are over. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that would bring two people together, hopefully, mm -hmm. have kind of passed us by. However, at our age, those things are different. The things that would draw us together are different. We're, I'm not, I am 50 and I, have, I, have, I don't have the ability to have children. So that's not uh, an issue for me. Mm -hmm. So it, the the seasons change, and the things that occur within those seasons are different. So um, I I um, have always been somewhat of an adventurer um, and um, a risk taker, right? Love yes. maker. I would say well, heck yeah. Heartbreaker, don't that you mess around with me. Absolutely. How did you know? I'm dead on. Yes, yes. I'm so, a talent for the reason. Yes. Reason. So, um, but you know, I, I, I just think that um, even though those things are behind us, the things that happen in this season are in front of us. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't mean to be pessimistic. That's not no, that. no, not at all. But I just think it's the things that draw us together as um, folks in this season, um, I think, are just as lovely or as the things. See, we don't get this on the show a whole lot. The words lovely. I know. The optimism. Get in now. Put your seatbelt on, mean, sir. I, it just naturally I smells feel, like flowers down it here. Does, it does, doesn't it? Well, I farted. <laughs> I farted both Is that me. it? I do. Oh, I do. my God. Oh. Thank you. I wish you'd do that at work. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Just walk by my office. <laughs> let it go. Thank you. <laughs> just... Thank you. Oh, my gosh. What a blessing well, you are. I'll, I'll try it tomorrow. I just hope the flavor's right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Well, just put a little thought into it or whatever I'm it is you have to do. I'm going to prop dust you about 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That, you know, that just what takes me back to, to I'm, I, raised two, I raised two boys. And listening to the podcast, I raised two boys. You hope they don't I consider like myself us. having three boys. It's, it's funny, you know, when I listen to you guys, it makes me think about things that I experienced with my boys growing up that had me curled up in a fetal position in my closet you know like when you guys talked about your first experience with pornography you told me all right all right let me just go on and preface this okay heather came in my office after she listened to our pornography episode and she told me what she did to them boys after she found <laughs> out that they were watching the porn 
and Lord Jesus, I mean, it mm. was, I mean, she brings up slides of gonorrhea and syphilis. Listen, well, let me set it. Probably there was a hole in somebody's wiener on the side. Yeah. Just, you know, just it ate well, away. Tell listen, them the truth. I found their phones and found that they had been looking at naked stuff. And <laughs> I was naked stuff. <laughs> I was no, not. Kenny Loggins. I was not. <laughs> I was not gonna have that. It killed. It broke and, and my heart. The whole time she's saying these words, she is covering herself. As cloaking, as she brought a blanket, y'all. Clo- cloaking herself in a blanket. It's, <laughs> it's not like there's nudity or anything. I mean, she's. She <laughs> needed a little security to she expose has her herself to the world. I do. As a mother, though, okay, of these two little, I said mother of dragons earlier today. As a mother of these two boys, you find this stuff on their phone. And the the thought of, a you know, as a mother is their innocence is lost now. Like, and how old were they? Um, Probably 12-ish, I'd say. So nine, puberty. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. No, nine is nine old. is a little bit young, but my oldest. Yeah. See, so probably ten and twelve, or maybe you know eleven, thirteen, something like that. Anyway. They were around it, that area. It's blurry, it seems. So, it is. So <laughs> she's already mentioned twelve, twelve I found ages, and she has like five. Uh, uh, she has yeah, two children. Yeah, she has two five, children, three, twelve ages, three years apart. <laughs> Do the math. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I see this, all this naked stuff on their phones. And I just, I went, okay, to my closet and I curled up and I sobbed for my crying closet. Like hours. Not her prayer closet. I just, not her prayer closet. I rocked like this and I cried. And so then I decided that I was going to show them <laughs> what a life. <laughs> God, this sounds so stupid. I made them get on the couch and I showed them pictures of what um, gonorrhea looks like, chlamydia. Yeah. All of it. All right, now let me ask you this Was the gonorrhea and the chlamydia on the penis? I mean, were you showing them wieners? I oh. had both. I was showing them both. And I was like, now. This is what happens if you mess with people that, you know. You shouldn't mess with? You shouldn't mess with. And I also said, um, I don't know. I gave them a few other lessons about, you know. Abstinence. All right, now after listening to. Abstinence. It was traumatizing for a mother. Abstinence is bullshit. I mean, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I didn't, yeah, I didn't I'm expect that. I'm a Jesus-loving person, but absence is just not. I mean, well, all right, if you happen. believe in abstinence, you would be a virgin. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reality of it is, mm-hmm. and that is a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. And I that believe at 50, that. you're going to be a virgin. I think I, I, I feel um, as if I under, sort of understand the uh, intent um, that of God asking folks to wait. Right. I understand his now intent. we're going to church. We yeah. are going to church. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Put your seatbelt on, <laughs> sir. Or you may want to watch for lightning because it's been a minute. Okay. Well, all you have to do is listen. Drink it in. Oh, so, that's what I've had a number so, of ladies telling me in my life. It ain't so, worked yet. Well, so I feel uh, not to... Uh, I think Heather and I sort of... Uh, of um, 
feel this way oh, man, about I'm it. Antichrist all of a sudden. <laughs> the, the, the well, we've listen, I did listen side. to your podcast about religion, sir. Well, you're welcome. Okay, well, thanks. So, uh, anyhow, <laughs> and that's the but, last one she listened to. <laughs> no, I know it kind of, oh, shook me up a little. But anyway, I was shook, it's, as the kids say. Were you uncomfortable? Slightly? Uh, that's I, what I'm talking about. Okay, well, anyhow. <laughs> so, so I, I feel um, that um, that Sex was meant to uh, sort of seal a connection of two people's souls, and it sounds very romantic. That's what happens. I mean, um, and there's and there's some science behind this too. If you want to, if you will quit scowling at me. <laughs> so there's a little science behind oh this. So when um, when uh, babies become close to their mamas in terms of breastfeeding and that kind of thing, there's a hormone released called oxytocin, and it, and it helps to bond the mother and the baby together. I've been bonded with a few mothers. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> nevertheless, so... If you drink from the so, stick, it's always better. I guess so. So um, I'm just trying to make Heather blush more. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, my land. I'm trying not okay. to snort. I'm oh just trying to snort. Just don't snort again. Right. So, but I think My goal that, is now to make her snort. Will you please let me finish? No, that's not how we do this. This is this all is about... He has been, listen, he has is, been mansplaining is, is this, and is this everything else. Is this how we else. do this? This is not how we do this. It is my they, turn, sir. We do sir. not allow monologues. Okay. Well, nevertheless, so when, so when a man and a woman are, are together, together and they're the only ones that are together... Um, she flipped me off. I'm going to flip him off. So As she's talking she, about Jesus. I'm going to just keep talking to you. <laughs> I'm not going to look at Popeye over here. So, um, <laughs> nevertheless, but when those two folks um, have sex, then there's, there's the oxytocin again, and that bond is created. And I think that when uh, you have several partners um, and... That's a good weekend. But it becomes difficult. That bonding becomes difficult because there's lots of things. There's baggage there. And you know how all you know how the women will start. It's like all of a sudden after that happens. I mean, you know, the women all of a sudden kind of seem crazy. No, it really? doesn't take that. I mean, you know, because and but it's because like we start immediately something clicks. We start immediately trying to be what we think you want us to be. Not that you have ever, not that like the male in has ever even said, I want you to be mm -hmm. my, you know. So you try to fall in those stereotypical But roles. you try to, you just try to start. It's not, and it's not even conscious. I mean. But I, I think at some time, now, like Heather, I've had a couple of marriages behind me and uh, uh, many more relationships outside of that but I think at some point most people and I'm not saying all and if you haven't gotten to this point awesome mm -hmm. but most people evolve to there is a difference between making love and having sex yes and having sex is not the intention is not to create those bonds making love is sometimes it happens for one and not the other mm -hmm. right. and sometimes it happens for both and then it's magical. Mm -hmm. yes. It is. But I have to say that in my experience, the bonding is more likely to happen on the end, on the lady side. Oh, no, I'm uh, an emotional fool. Uh, no, I, I, no, just, I, I, I just think in general, but I, I, you know, I, I, I do think you're a big softy, aren't you? Oh, yeah. 
he is a big softie. Yeah. But yeah. I do think that even if a woman says, I just I just need some sex, and she just wants to go out and they have a one-night stand, they do have, have a harder time, I think, because... In general. In, yeah. I, because that sex, really, it's not the it's, sex that they really want, yeah, really I don't think. I think um, there's more I think to it. I think they need to feel desired. I think they want attention. Are you telling me what I want to feel? I'm, I, no, I'm giving you my perspective. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, want, to, but, yeah, I want to know what your perspective is. Because, I mean, honestly, uh, in, in the time that I've been on the dating sites and stuff like that, a lot of times I've heard that ladies swipe, swipe right on all of them, and they see how many men are, are attracted to them. Hmm. Hmm. And they don't I never ha- even thought about they that. They don't have to engage, but they see what type of men they're attracting. Mm-hmm. And I may or may not have done that. <laughs> You know, and, and, and that, that at that point, it's a case study. You did? I did. No, I totally a, did. No, it really is. It's a case, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because I honestly think that Bumble and Tinder are the two most honest dating sites or apps that there are. Because there is no superficial, honestly, when I go on like uh, Plenty of Fish or Match.com or, or OkCupid or one of those, you send, as a guy, you send 50 emails as an example, and you may get one response. Mm-hmm. Really? So it's it's a waste of time to look at a, at a profile and say, you know what, I like that same movie. Bottom line, we don't give a shit what kind of movie you like. We don't care. We're not going to say, oh, I like Beaches too, or <laughs> or I'm a big fan that of is, Tombstone. Nobody cares about. I love Tombstone. Yeah. You know, so that that means I want to make with you. I mean, no, that doesn't matter. The the fact of the matter is, you see a picture and you're drawn to that picture, or you're not. Or it's very superficial. Just own it. And that's what Tinder and Bumble both do. Okay, I It's not times that. out of ten. It's a passive activity. While you have a moment throughout your day, mm-hmm. you bring up that app and you're like, oh, left, left, right, right, left, left, right. And you're done with it for a while. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that way you see who's... A, and then you can start a conversation. And like what Heather said earlier, mm-hmm. if the conversation goes south... No time wasted. See, I Swap about left. it totally different. No, no. Totally different, though. But no, but you have no sweat off your brow. You spent a day. You didn't invest to, your to, heart in with any what, of those. To people. vet that exactly. guy. And I didn't either. To vet that guy. Now, the way I handle dating sites is real easy. If I connect with somebody on a Tinder or a Bumble, and there's a connection, you know, we actually talk. I'm like, why don't we just get together and have a drink? I want a face-to-face. Okay. Because yeah. I don't want to go through an interview. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need to see your damn checklist. That's where it gets really awkward. Yeah. Is it's like so now? What do you talk about? Because but when, when you meet somebody, honestly, you have nothing to talk about. Right, but honestly, like I would just rather the the man have said, you know. But see, then again, I don't know if I even want to have a conversation with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say maybe I would like for him to just say, "Let's have a conversation," but well, really, but don't. I, I feel well. Hang on, just a minute. It may not be for a woman because. Well, what? Hang on, time. but hang on. We have to protect ourselves bodily. Sure. So, what if he says, well, let's just go have us a drink, girlfriend, and we go have a drink, and it's uh, you're in the back of a van somewhere. Or you're wondering if he's following you home, like waiting until you leave so that he can. I mean, we watch, we watch, we watch, um, watch way too many crown It's just like somebody mean, pulling me out that window. It does see? happen, though. Right? right? It does happen, right? Yeah, I mean, a small percentage of time, but it absolutely does. So we feel, I think, but I feel like I a, have to protect, I have to be smart All right, but about no, 
But but you and I and all of us know that the guys that are going to do that are better at it than you are. Hmm. They know the, the red flags you're looking for, hmm. and they're not going to fall into those. I mean, this isn't their first time at the damn rodeo. That's true. All right. You look at, the, there's a documentary just released on Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. None of those ladies, with all the stuff that they knew, vetted Ted Bundy. He was attractive. He was smooth. He was articulate. He was intelligent. Exactly. That's why I did the sex offender search. As you should. In our neighborhood. As you should. Yeah. And downtown where you all are? Three mm-hmm. miles, a three-mile radius. There were 44. In a three-mile radius. That sounds like a block party to me. Okay, no. I mean, I don't even feel like I can go outside in my nightgown. <laughs> Why would you? To like, feed the cats? Like, I mean, come on. Like, okay, yesterday I wanted to spray paint something really quick. So I need but, to dress up in my nightgown. I was well, already in. Get, no, you already I, have. I was already in my nightgown. Listen, when we Just get home from work, oh, listen, all we want to do is put our PJs on whenever we get home from work. We so, just want to be comfy. That's what I mean. And do. we may do a little crafting. And some spray painting. And I was some spray outside. painting. And whatever you have on at the time may or may not be appropriate for spray out painting. back. I was spray painting out back. Yes, but without an audience. Well, who knows? I well, feel like you always right. have an audience. Could have had a telescope. There's a girl that walks up and down my street with her camera on all the time, videoing. Lord have mercy. All right, we, we understand Anyhow. living in a world of friends, all right? But uh, going back to the dating apps, mm-hmm. okay. don't judge them too harshly because right. it didn't work out for I, There has been many a time on Tinder and Bumble both just delete your damn app and reinstall mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then you have a fresh start mm-hmm. on all those matches you had before. You've had some experience with this. That's why I'm trying. All right. You're welcome, daughter. Because evidently I'm daddy now. (laughs) Which, you know, I'm not going to go into all that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 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 Let's don't. I know. Hey, I need another Porsche. A a Porsche? You got to finish that one first. Oh, but it's watered down. No, we we don't pour bourbon into something watered down. But now, on those again, fancy square on those on those dating sites, if you don't have to leave your house, if you can if you can date in a nightgown, you're all. I sport. agree. I agree with that. Just don't get all emotionally invested and say, "All right, this is so horrible. I'm going to delete the app." No, you haven't. You got no skin in the game. I mean, Heather was lucky enough to bypass an asshole. I did. I you really know, bypassed that. So that, that to me, swerve, oh, girl, come here. That to yeah, me yeah. makes that app valuable. All of a sudden, hard pass. You That's know, right. because had you been down to a bar, it may have taken you months to figure out that he was an asshole. Oh, I won't never meet anybody else in a bar. Well, I will tell you what. In in my experience, a bar, a grocery store, a church, no matter where it is, you're meeting somebody. You've got just as highly likelihood of having them being a jerk or an asshole I agree. as any other place you meet them. I agree. That's a good point. Because nobody truly knows somebody until they actually get close enough to actually let the guard down. Agreed. And you see who they are. Because Agreed. everybody can behave for six months or Absolutely. a year. Absolutely. I can make you think I'm from England yeah. on a first date. Do it. I can't. <laughs> I ain't practiced up. I'm more from Ireland than England. I'm, I, got I cannot wait Irish to hear girl. that. I cannot wait to hear that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think you should do it. I well, mean, I'm not going to do it. I, I had why? performance anxiety. Oh my! Oh. All these eyes. So how do we know? How do we know that you can really do it? You don't. Okay. But now you're so, wondering. 
Oh. And that makes it special. Oh, my. So <laughs> here's a little story I got to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. Oh, Lord. Started way no, no, back no, 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 no. in no history with that rock MCA and me, Mike B. Who is that? We had a little horsey named Paul Revere. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes songs, sometimes when people, yeah, I mean, people say things and it makes me like, if you are, oh my gosh, I'm sorry, Beastie Boys. If you guys are ever talking to me and I just glaze over, it's probably because I'm thinking about a song. A song is going through my mind. That's not good for a podcast. What? To shake my glass so that you'll put some more stuff, oh, some more Lord. of that good stuff in there. There you go. Thank you. Love it. All right, so mm. you two, yep. you two, um, um, not just you all uh, talk about dating, evidently, when the girls get together. We do, we do, and apparently that's taken up a lot of our. Well, now but actually, it does. Like when we really talk, what do we? But like, now this is a little bit different because y'all have known each other fifteen years. Oh yeah. Now, when the boys and I get together on this podcast, mm-hmm. I've known uh, Alex for about 12 years. Mm-hmm. I've known Lloyd for 25, but I've known Root for about two and a half to three. So there's not as much of a foundation with mm-hmm. Root, although in the time that I've met him, we've gotten, I, I, would, I would say, really close. I mean, we hit it off right away. Mm-hmm. And um, Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know that. Mm-mm. Yeah, we all so, have a really good rapport with. Yeah, him. I mean, you know, he, he's he's good people, and honestly, let me ask you this, okay, two yeah. ladies, and I've got you all, so I can ask you all these questions I've always wondered. Yep. Um, do you find it easy to befriend other ladies? I mean, yes. and, and actually, yes. you know, have your walls down and be mm-hmm. vulnerable and all that. Yes. Yes, but I, I do. also know what kind of personality I have. Like, I know myself, and I kind of know who I'm going to get on with and who is kind of not my cup of tea. So I tend to gravitate toward um, folks that... Your kindred spirits. Kindred spirit, yeah. So it's easy. that's easier to spot, I think, whenever um, you just know yourself really well. I don't tend to do as well with folks that are high maintenance. Um, uh, like women that just initially like make eye contact with mm-hmm. you and you know they're genuine, mm-hmm. it's so they're very not easy. No, well, that happens anyway. I mean, ha- I mean, you can't control that. I just get that everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never looked at Charles' boobs. No, not Thank you. you. Thank you. No, I Thank mean, you. I, I mean, you know, my dad taught me early on how to be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's not many of it's you like, out there. Keep it up here, buddy. And I'm, yeah. I'm a perverted asshole. I know that, but it, I am a gentleman to start with. You say that about yourself, but I we don't. Am. I have but never felt. I have never felt, or. I mean, you. Yes, we have heard the podcast, but I think <laughs> you are. A gentleman. I, I do think you're a gentleman. I never want to imply that I'm not. No, I get it. I get it, but, but I, I, I mean, think you're any, a dude too. I mean, any you guy, just have dude stuff. You just so you, yeah. if, if, if a guy makes you think they're not thinking, then they've won. Because mm. every guy, I'm going to give you a little insight into the dudes too. Every guy thinks. I don't care if it's the preacher because I used to be a preacher. I don't every, care if it's the elder. I used to be an elder. I don't care if it's a teacher. I used to be the teacher. Every guy thinks. Now okay, the so difference between gentlemen, perverts, and assholes is whether you act on it. Exactly. Whether you speak to it or whether you act on it. 
Mm-hmm. Whether and you feed it, you feed into it. Right, right, right. So, uh, but I think also ladies feel the same way. I think ladies think the same things. Maybe not. I don't want to say the same, but they also have nefarious thoughts that run through their mind. I think guys. Get, <laughs> How about guys you, Jan? Get, Do you have nefarious thoughts? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, but I think guys get the the hook on that, right? But I think ladies, because honestly, if that wasn't the case, there would never be a guy hooking up with a lady. Well, and I mean, I, <laughs> think, no. I think Heather and I have both been, maybe not in the same group of people at the same time, but we have been with a set of uh, girlfriends out drinking or, or just, in, heck, just at Bunko. I mean, crazy. I've that heard some crazy shit. I've never played Bunko. Bunko. Yeah, it's never, crazy I've never been. Bunko, never been. But uh, nevertheless. It's like a pickup spot is what I've heard. What? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Well, For women? Okay. What, women on women? Men on women? women? What? There's, there's been a calf. You need to calm down. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> a giraffe. There's been a what? goat. What? What the <laughs> hell? I, I just hear things. Okay, so. Okay, what? Okay. Topics so, tells me all sorts of stuff. Oh, and of course, if it's on topics, it's true. Absolutely. You know, I've been on topics, topics a couple times. I know. The, Thank goodness. I dated myself a little bit. Uh, okay. Because they got, no, they got away, they did away with topics a while back. So oh. I dated myself a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but um, I think, you know, I think women, we've been in conversations with groups of other women friends who have really been rather unladylike in their uh, talk about men. Is and, that, isn't that okay? Um, I mean... Do you find as though they were being disrespectful, or are they just being... It, it, I felt as if they were objectifying dudes. Oh, we don't like that at all, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> and whether you like it or not. And I, and I was like, I... And I kept thinking, you know, they would talk about their husband, and they would talk about maybe their husband's physique. And I've... I've the, like their lack of sex life or their yeah, or, or what they do. Or the other end would yeah. be, oh, we have sex three times a day. And I'm like, do you think that your husband wants you to tell every Tom, Dick, and Harry about what y'all do, that he thinks that's anybody's business? I mean, I just keep thinking about and with married women, it often, what I notice is it often turns into a complete bitch session mm-hmm. and yeah, that that well, makes me un- their, their yeah and that makes me uncomfortable because um slightly I, uncomfortable slightly uncomfortable but i mean you know that's not good i mean of course i've been there and i've done that you know but there's corner i thought yeah so if, and you're supposed to be friends i thought so if you're over there um not um, you know, having your man's back, I think that's kind of tacky. But and I you don't really want to tell all your friends, like, he rocks my world. Mm-hmm. Because then, I mean, you don't want your friends, like, looking at your husband going, hmm, Nine times out of ten, what I have found, and this is just with guys, mm-hmm. is if a guy's saying that, he's probably posturing to the point to where it's not being genuine. Yeah. Because they're trying to build something up that's ninety-seven percent of the time. Ninety-seven, mm-hmm. Heather said. Ninety-seven. That's mm-hmm. we're that's Would you math. Agree with that? That's what. Oh, yeah, I'd say it's at least over ninety percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because um, if that was the case, just shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we don't need to hear. Yeah, it's like the look on your face should say it all, buddy. It's the same thing <laughs> as what happens when guys brag about what they bring to the table. Yeah. If they got to talk about it, it ain't all that. Mm-mm. Exactly. You know, it, it just I it, agree. You know, I and, and um, now guys will get together and talk about relationships too. Now, I think it's the difference in what that dynamic is. Now, my buddy Mike and I been, have known each other 35 years. Mm. We get together. We're our own. We're our, that's our safe spot. That's our home base. Because we've, we've been the longest relationship we've ever had. Mm-hmm. If we were just gay, we'd have been you know probably a ton bit happier. But mm-hmm. I just don't like the wiener. Okay. I, I just can't bring myself to it. It's okay. I, I just You'll don't, handle I, I, don't, I don't even know how you all get along with it. I don't, I don't know. Um, obviously, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't even like mine Speak sometimes. Speak for yourself, sister. <laughs> I don't even like Later. mine. But um, um, I don't know. When I talk to Mike, I know that I'm not being judged and, and I'm being completely raw and honest with him. But I think you can determine whether the, the person that you're, you're hearing speak is genuine on whether they know you that well to be telling you that or mm-hmm. not. If they know you that well, if Heather is talking to Janet, Heather's being genuine mm-hmm. because y'all known each other 15 years. Oh, yeah. But if you bring in Margot that is just, you know, just going out to drinks with you from the office, we don't have a Margot that works our office, they, and they're doing that, they're not being, they're being disingenuous with you. They're not going to be asked back to drinks probably. Right, because they don't know how to handle themselves. They're either going to, posture themselves to the point to where they're just getting road hard and put up with every night and they just love it and their man's just the best ever and nine mm-hmm. times out of ten they got two on the side mm-hmm. on the Tuesday. Back off Margot. Yeah. Calm, calm your ass down yeah. girl. Calm down Margot. He's not coming to drinks again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I, I think you can tell by when people come into a group and, and one of the things that I've had a chance to do is, is get into a different social circle with a part time job that I work. Yeah. And I have seen how uh a lot of guys that are younger than me mm. come into that circle. And I've been very impressed Good. because I've, I've heard how they've spoken about their relationships and their, and their, their situations and stuff. And it's always been in a positive manner. Oh, so I've been very, awesome. very That's impressed. Good. And one of the things I'm going to give a tip of the cap to one of the guys on the show, Root has married his high school sweetheart. I love that. I know. And, and I love Root. And when, we did the podcast on sex, and we did the podcast on porn. It made him very uncomfortable. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. Because he did not want to speak to any manner that would be disrespectful to his relationship. I think that is wonderful. I just love that. And that is genuine. I have mm-hmm. now known Rude a couple of years, mm-hmm. almost three, mm-hmm. and I have never seen him step out of that. Does he have any brothers? Um, mm, I don't yeah, know that you want to marry into the Rude family. Are you sure? Positive. Why? Yeah, he's got some issues. Uh, it has nothing to do with relationships. Sorry, Root. Sorry, Root. <laughs> yeah. Tell your brothers I'm sorry, too. And, and, yeah, sorry, and Janet, Ask if you want to the show, girls. you can see the roots, the, I have the root issues come out. I've five of your podcasts. Of 16. That's not even a third. Well, well she's probably about tied with me. Yeah. Well, did you stop? Was there a reason that you stopped? You just wore me out. So much talking. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been going at it for 53 minutes. Ooh. Yeah, so. It's because, I mean, there's sense I left, being spoken here. I left a little Easter egg in there for Root, too, An about Easter? his brothers, yeah. Oh, cool. But, hey, I don't know that, I don't know, I don't think he has any. I think he may be an only child, from what I know about him. I think he may bless. be an only child. But, it's I mean, I, I will say this, that, that Root and Alex and Lloyd are three of the best men I've ever known. And I trust them with anything that I have. In fact, two of the three of them have a key to my house. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, That's uh, awesome. Root can get in. Do we in. get one after this? No. Oh, no. dang. Uh, Root can get in anyway because he's crafty that way. So am I. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I have a monkey fist. <laughs> can we talk about a monkey fist? <sighs> it's a visual. Okay. Monkey fist? All right, now, before Another we go into the monkey fist, <laughs> it's worth a Google. Just, just give it, because I Googled it and it's Yeah, concerning. we don't have to go any further. Yeah. So, going back to what you all talk about when you are together, you talk about relationships, yes. What yes. else do you talk about? Um, we, what do you... Well, I mean, just we talk about the day, we talk about work, mm -hmm. we talk about... Family. Yeah, that you know. That seems really... It is. Boring. It is. We're we talk about Game of Thrones, which we can't, which we, you know, we are going to have uh, probably I, a weaning off time of that because. I'm completely fine with giving 10 minutes to Game of Thrones. Okay, we so. Can say, before we start. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yes. If you've watched, if, if you've not turned on Game of Thrones. Yes. Go fast on forward. and just fast forward 30 minutes on the podcast. I, I, <laughs> I don't see this son bitch ending anytime soon. <laughs> Here we go, boys so, and girls. This so, will be addition one, two, three. And I think, so, and we've already talked about some of this at the mm -hmm, office, and mm -hmm. I think we're we're all close to being in agreement. Yeah, that's that's. Um, I, and I think I can speak for the group in saying that last season sucked. Yeah. Maybe the last two seasons could have been much more than they were. Very hurried. It was not up to George R. R. Martin's right um, level of. Development. It was, and, yeah, and I was talking to our chief general counsel at our old agency today, and he is a huge Game of Thrones fan. Really? He actually has a map. A Westeros up. map? He has a Get map out. hung up at his home. What? Get the out! I so it is, it is so, uh, number one, I love to surround myself with intelligent people. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Oh. Um, I, I truly do. Thank nothing of it. I don't, I cannot talk to morons. Okay. I can't. I need it to be the only difficult. moron in the room. Okay. And um, well, you've made you got your wish. Can I have the free bourbon? Uh, nope. She's fixing I'm it. Just, the name. I'm just saying. I'm just playing. She's a lovely lady. Yes. She is I'm a feisty. I'm a feisty little lady. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I'm sorry. I, I think all the other theories oh, have been thrown God. out, mm -hmm. and I mean it's been inundated on the. Uh, I think the last episode, they did as well as they could with the last season that they had. Yes, I wasn't mad at it. No. I wasn't mad at it. It was very Hollywood. It which, was. Which the first six seasons were not Hollywood. No, no, it wasn't. I think, I think the first six seasons were um, very literary and shocking. Yes. What we did yes. not get in the last yes. two seasons were shock. Oh shock my gosh! Yes. Because they would not kill one of the main characters for nothing. Right. Yes. And that's in right. the first season, you lost Ned the, the Stark. you lost the guy that's face was on the damn icon and of, then, of Game of right, Thrones. Right. Yes. Right. And you know, I, there were as as Heather and I made a um, a point of watching this last season together. I never got an invite, not one time. They invited themselves to my house. I did, and you turned us no down. But at no point did I ever get an invite. However you turned us down, I mean, that's on you, man. No, I dropped it. I'm like, yeah, I ain't getting to your house. You ain't coming to mine. Well, hmm. had we known. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, nevertheless, so... It hurts. Sorry about that. I apologize. I I'm not sure that you are. Well... They're I mean, at my house now. I know. I know. <laughs> down in the basement. In the bunker. In the bunker. In the bunker. Or... 
It does kind of seem like a bunker. It does kind of seem like a bunker. It. I think it will stand a, a, a great five hurricane. Have you seen the movie? Thank you. But, you Can know, we come to your house? But, you know, we hurricane? don't have a Kentucky hurricane. <laughs> At Tampa. Tornadoes? I don't know about that. You going to have a tornado party? I'll like, have a party for anything. <laughs> it doesn't take much. I don't know I've seen me do it. It's got that big grill. I know, right? Oh, he does have that great big grill. So, um, okay. all right, let's let's pick out one thing. Okay. As our group. Okay. Go around the table. Okay. That you had an issue with with the last oh. episode. With the last episode? Um, okay. Okay. Who wants okay. to go first? Um, why don't you go first? Put me on the spot a little bit. Yep. Uh, you know, what I had an issue with, I think, is really easy and simple. All right, the last episode was a, a min, or an hour 30, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And 20 minutes was watching a damn midget walk throughout the damn city. I, I'm sorry, that was a lot of time to watch Tyrion. Reflect. Reflect as he walks through the rubble of, of King's Landing, mm-hmm. and then he stops, and he talks to some people, and then he goes for another damn walk, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right? And I understand the importance yes, of him seeing Cersei and Jamie Dad, and I really was touched by his emotional outburst. Mm-hmm. But that could have been done in three minutes and not 20. Mm-hmm. Well, That and- was a wasted amount of time when there was a finite thing. You know, they had a lot of shit to get to in that last episode. And how did he climb up on that pile of rocks and find Jamie's hand up that he um, he buried well, he uncovered a pile them. Of rocks and then there was they were nothing and, and then there was another pile of rocks. Well, he's got little pterodactyl arms or little trans- but they were arms. but they, they weren't those midges can climb. But they weren't yeah. buried. They, were they weren't really buried under They're all used those to rocks. Ships. I'm talking about Cersei and Jamie though. All they had to do was step five foot to the left, and they could have avoided that avalanche. Well, but Did you see too, all that? They were too busy doing. Because they brother and sister shit. They were holding on to each other. They sure were. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. So that was my big issue. Is is you yeah. had a an hour and twenty six minutes, and you spent twenty of it watching damn imp walk through mm-hmm. King's Landing, mm-hmm. and that is time wasted. There was no time to waste this last season, mm-hmm. and they lost a shit ton of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my mm-hmm. big issue with it. Okay, the, all right. What about you, Heather? I think it was a little. I I don't. I'm like you. I don't hate it. I think it was a little once upon a timey. It was very Hollywood, I thought. It was mm-hmm. very, um, yeah. It was ends. they tied up loose ends, but they did it. They did it so hurriedly that it was like the episode before that, the next to the last episode, which was I very hated. dark. I hated. It was, was awful. awful. It was very dark, and then the last episode was almost like fairy tale land, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where everybody kind of has their happy ending, which is oh, not a, a bad thing. Maybe. I'm sorry that y'all don't get that. Okay, go ahead. What? Let's move forward. What? <laughs> <laughs> Heather got it. I did. So lost. I had to think about it for a second. I was really concentrated. She said everybody got their happy ending. Oh, God. I got nothing. That we're going to do that off air. Okay. <laughs> Heather, thank you for catching that. Three You're pages. welcome. About 30 <laughs> seconds later. <laughs> At least yeah, you got mine's going to be an hour or two later. After <laughs> we're going to email later. her tomorrow I'll morning. Tell <laughs> I'll tell you in the car. I'll tell you in the car. Oh, yeah, tell me in the car. So yours was... I just, I mean, I I don't dislike it. I think that it was very, I think it was beautiful the way that that Arya was was sailing west of Westeros. Oh, I think it was It was, was, I mean, I I liked, my favorite part was John going with the wildlings. Now, do you think that was 
in, in my mind, that was swinging a miss because there's no reason to have the Kings watch now. Or the right. Yeah, That's and right. they just let, no they were. It was like they were waiting there it, for him, like and then they just. Gray Joy goes all right, or Gray Worm. Gray Worm goes all right. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's no damn night to watch now. Mm-hmm. He just uh-uh. goes What's up and hangs point? out with a redhead. Yeah. What would have made that scene great is when he showed up with Tormund. Mm-hmm. If Tormund goes, husband. did you bring the big woman? <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Yeah, or if he'd so he, said, did you bring Heather? <laughs> <laughs> Heather has. <laughs> I think we can see why that Heather has a bad picker. Because she's picking Tormund of that whole show. She loves her some Tormund. She is picking the guy that can't drink she without carrying the around with him for the rest of the day. Tormund. She, I do. I can't help it. You just her want like Tormund. a great ape. Just guy can't even walk right. Just uh, you know, just mm-hmm. ravage you. Just so big. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, have, we, have, we have always said that we want us just a great big old man to just... Wrap his arms around us and just. I want to feel. I want to feel small. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I want. So one of my things about watching any show Uh is I always Google how tall they are. Oh, cool. And poor old John's pretty short, isn't he? Oh, he's like five foot seven. Yeah, less. Now, and they make fun of him in the show, and I thought that was very cool that they Mm -hmm. made. You know, I thought he'd be taller. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Guess how tall Tormund is? How tall? Just take his. Uh, six foot. Six two. He's six two. He's the same height as I am. Yeah, mm. exact same height. See? Yeah, and, but I mean, he he looks like he towers over everybody. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Plus, he also work. has the big head of red hair. Mm-hmm. Now, Brienne is tall. She's, she's no, she's like six foot three. Yeah, she's taller. Oh, than she's taller than him. Oh mm-hmm. wow. Now, the, now the the hound is six nine. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. The hound is six six. The mountain six nine. In for real? Yes. Oh, the I mountain. Like the if hound. you want to look up some interesting stuff, is look up on who plays the mountain. The Oh, uh, there's three different dudes that played him. But the guy that played him last is the world's strongest man. Man. Mm. At six foot nine. Mm. He is a he's a massive guy. What if he's yeah, single? He <laughs> Brothers. The I hound like in the us. mountain. Huh? The yeah. hound in the mountain. Yeah, the hound in the mountain. What's I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'll take it. Give, Janet, what was your least chance. favorite part of the show? I think my least favorite there's that bourbon. Mm. Hello. Oh, you know what? Something about that microphone. Whoever sits that microphone stutters. Really? You and Root. I'll I'll be talking for ten minutes. And I'll be looking at Root, going, "I'm gonna throw it to you. I'm gonna throw it to you. And I'll throw it to him." He's like, it's like it's like he's something off hee haw. Eat that. Eat that. Poor Root. So I think the thing that there's a hee haw reference. I like that. Yeah, I like the hee haw. That was the first. That was first hee haw reference. Janet and I sing. <laughs> Janet and I Gloom, sang hee-haw. Yes, we did it. Oh, I see. I like it. You know, oh, yes. bourbons. I know. Yeah. Oh, we will. We begged him to bring the karaoke machine down here, but we, I don't. Th- we have microphones. No dice. Okay, so it's just an acapella okay. karaoke machine. Well, we can do all that too. All right. So, so, so okay. So the, so I think for me, um, the part that was probably the most troubling um, that I kind of didn't buy was um, that so. It's after, so that no they. Sentences. No, this. I'm just trying to articulate. <laughs> Wait, she, so, she, she's literally third on the list. She's had all this time, and she's eep ab eep ab. That's what happens on the show. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Fruit. If you right. listen, you know. 
Root Junior. Root Junior. I like that. Heather Belgian. Root Junior. RJR. R to the J. R to the J. Oh. And still, it's been 10 minutes, no thoughts. So. So, um,. So when they showed that uh, Tyrion was awaking on the floor, right, and it was after it was the, after the last shot where John had killed Daenerys and Drogon took Daenerys's body away. So it was the next shot after that, which is a hard shot because that was very theatrical. Yes. I liked that. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the Drogon scene personally. Me too. He took his mama away, and he's like, "I've got you, girl." And he seemed to know. This is my mama. Yes. When he burnt that throne to the ground, that was my favorite shot. I mm-hmm. loved it. So, but um, nevertheless, and I know it was so Hollywood, but I still loved it. I still loved it. So. I didn't um, hate it. I didn't hate but it. But I don't know that I initially thought it was a key point of the There was show. a lot of symbolism in it. But yeah, I, I agree. dragon fire made the throne and yeah. dragon fire destroyed it. I don't know. Do you but know? I, you know what? Most dragons would have burned the shit out of the guy that killed his mama. Well, he didn't. I know. And there's a reason. He's it's a because target. the throne is the, what actually killed, killed his her. Mom. That's right. Oh, that's Go ahead. Thank you. So, nevertheless, it just seems like, um, you know, when they went and got uh, Tyrion and put, you know, brought him before the council, and he said, you know, I've had time to think about this and all this, and they send John to the Night's Watch. Okay, so. As they're walking with John to the boat, he passes Grey Worm, and they make eye contact, and and there you go. So then, you know, it's peace out for Grey Worm. He's headed to what? North. North. Whatever it is. What the hell? It, whatever. I, I That's Missandei. The, the last two seasons, they I hated put Grey a Worm. lot. Yes. They changed him a lot. I really liked him at first. Well, yeah. he got fat in the last season too. Hey, fat? No, is he, he did. If you look at him from season. Uh, seven to the last one, he got Portland hmm. in two years that we waited That's what on we call it now. last so, episode. So here's my... Ask here's Root my, if his brother likes Portland. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he has a... I don't think... Cousin? Root, cousin? please watch your tree. Family? Watch your family tree. Right. You have a cousin so, twice removed that likes Portland. So, <laughs> so Grey Worm goes off into the wild blue yonder, much like um, Arya does, right? So... Bran is the king. Why can't he say, all right, hey, man, Grey Worm's headed off. You don't have to go beyond the wall, man. It's okay. Yeah. Like, why does, why does he have to send him? Why does he have to honor that if Grey Worm's not even going to be there to police that or whatever? I mean, like, wh- who cares? Who cares? And like you said, well, I think why I, is there even a night watch? I think the, the thing that got glossed over was that John likes it up there. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't necessarily That's, a punishment to send him up he there. He wanted to be there. Yeah, he wanted to be there. He and, went up there to and be yeah, with... I think Bran knew that. Do you he think? went up there to be with Ghost. Mm-hmm. He went up there to be with Tormund. Mm-hmm. Now, what would be, made it better for me is if Tormund had hugged him and welcomed him, which mm-hmm. he didn't do. No. Uh, but, but we did. But get, he waited the good there. The boy Ghost did get his pet. And that made and it. Tormund to be a little melodramatic. I don't man. care. Don't be so don't hard care. on Tormund. He waited there for him. He sure did. And I love that ghost better than anything. And he had that poor ear chewed off by those stupid whites or whatever the heck they were. And he deserves a pat from his dad. I'm sorry. All right. So now that we've talked about the, the worst parts of the show, <laughs> tell us your favorite part of the show. The favorite thing that you like the most about Did it. the whole thing? No, no, no. The last episode. Oh. 
It's like, well, like, oh. I've already I've already kind of said mine with the. Uh, I love the whole scene with Drogon, and he nuzzled his mama to try to wake her up, just like Simba did with his daddy. I mean, we've no, all seen no. the memes. So and funny. I loved it. He nudged her. He's like, "Mama, wake up, wake up!" And then he was, and then he reared back, and he was screaming, and he was just so tore up. And then he was like. <clears throat> Damn you, Iron Throne, and I'm gonna burn you to the ground. Exactly. Burn you to the ground. To play devil's advocate it. on this. Oh, God. I can't even like what I like. <laughs> no, I mean, just a contrary <laughs> opinion. And I'm not like saying I like. necessarily feel this way, but okay. that's given a dragon a whole lot of forethought. Dragons are genius, though. Who says? It's, it says, I heard them talking where, where? in one of the shows where? that dragons were. I Very intelligent creatures. I'm not sure what... I think there's a connection. Um, there's some kind of telepathic connection. I but I might were... be wrong, but that's something we have to... Let me... Well, now, Maybe I'm getting confused. But, but my, my, my bias here is I don't like science fiction. Mm-hmm. I don't like dragons. I don't like oh, trolls. I, do. I don't like hobbits. Oh. I don't like any of that shit. So have I you watch, watched Lord of the Rings? No, I watch no because they have little big footed midgets. So, I watch. And, you should watch and it. With small hands, they probably smell like cabbage. They probably okay. do. I can see that, but yeah. you should watch it. No, no, I try to watch it, and then it's just it's it's silly. They look like cartoon characters, and I can't respect them. But uh, I watched Game of Thrones in spite. Do you watch of that Marvel bias. or DC? Yeah, I watch Marvel. Those they don't are- have hobbits. There's no hobbits. Where? All Marvel. Okay. No. And I'm trying to find somebody to go watch um, the last Marvel movie with me this week. Because my son told me that I have to watch it by Saturday or he's going to spoil it for me. Oh, you better do that. So I got to watch it. So I have Googled this and it's on the internet, so it's true, okay? So apparently Tyrion Lannister has said, and I quote, uh, from GameOfThronesFandom.com. Okay, oh, that seems legitimate. Okay, yeah. So a bunch of geeks sitting in the basement, just like us. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've got a. I love geeks in basements. I do too. <laughs> you are nerds. a root fan. Let's just be nerds. Yes. Okay, so it says uh, that Tyrion Lannister says dragons are intelligent, more intelligent than men, according to some maesters. They have affection for their friends and fury for yes, their enemies. Yes, I remember when he said that. Massive flying reptiles that can breathe fire. Who's over going, yes, Jesus. Oh, listen, I, listen. They are rumored to have strong connection to magic, which seems to be proven true when the magic begins to return to the world after the birth of the first three. No, okay. Yes. That seems more than we wanted. It's we are the geeks in the basement. I, you know, I want to read the books, actually. You I'm know, gonna, I thought about that, I too. I want to read that. Reader, and I did mm-hmm. air quotes right there. I'm not a big reader, mm-hmm. but um, so so going back to our, the, mm-hmm. the question, your mm-hmm. favorite part was the Drogon mm-hmm. burning up the Iron Throne, saving John, and yes. taking Daenerys away. Yep. Okay. Yep. Heather, mm-hmm. what was your favorite part? I really liked that part too. You can't you can't have that part. Mm-hmm. I liked that. But like what she said. Mm. <laughs> now she has a foul look. I took your answer. <laughs> you did. Good answer. Good answer. I mean, I thought Sansa looked really pretty really? as Queen of the North. All right, I'm going to have to tell you that, that the guys and I, not only here, but we've talked about the ones that, that watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Root does not watch Game of Thrones. Why? Uh, because he's just, if anything is popular, he is anti-popular. Aww. Whatever is, everybody watching, he's like, I, I have no use for that. Mm-hmm. that. That's how he lives. Bless. But uh, uh, Lloyd watches Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. 
And we often went, who's the hot one and who's not? Okay. So that's what guys do. Honestly, oh, yeah. We do that a lot. Tour men. Yeah, we, we do that a lot. And for us, I think the overall thought was the redhead that fell in love with John as a wildling. Mm, who he married in real life. Right, right. So she's very, very hot. Rose Leslie. Yeah, right. And also, yeah, she's beautiful. Rob yeah, Stark's uh, fiance. The nurse. Yes. I think, and everybody, you know, all the guys thought that yeah, she, was she was very, oh, very beautiful. attractive. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, uh, Tyrion's whore. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That ended up sleeping with her, his dad. Shay. Shay. Yeah, Shay. Questionable mm-hmm. judgment, but still hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, which so w- the brunettes, basically. Well, mm-hmm. no. And the redhead. The, yeah. Brunettes and the redhead. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. None of us really chose Daenerys. Uh, and that mm-hmm. was one that was kind of set up to be the hot one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really struggled with Sansa. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Sansa really had no depth of emotion the whole show. You never saw her laugh from mm-hmm. her belly. You never saw her cry. You mm-hmm. saw a maturity, a change in maturity in her. Oh, she it turned. Evolved. She became a woman, mm-hmm. and and she went through early. trauma. She through, yeah, she was forced. She had to evolve into that early. But she always was drawn to the Theons, the mm-hmm. uh, Tyrions. Mm-hmm. You know the ones that were less than. I like Tyrion. Oh, I love Me Tyrion. Too. I, I, he was my favorite from the whole and show. And Theon, too. I probably would have chose him, no, too. No, no, not Theon. Theon is a pussy. Unfortunately. And so. I, honestly, he is horrible. I cannot stand Theon. But at the end... Theon he... Greyjoy is just horrible. What? He's horrible. Bless. Because he has betrayed everyone in his life that ever mattered to him. The <laughs> whole damn show. All he did was betray everybody. But he did try to make up for it in the oh, end. Oh, in the case. He saved his... Now listen. He sacrificed his sister. <laughs> he did, but she showed him grace in the end. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I think he's. I think he is a grace character, actually. I can cuss somebody out of Kroger. I'm never forgiven. But <laughs> he sacrificed his damn sister on a boat. Tormund, you just <laughs> take him right. as he is. What, no, he sure Heather can. is he still is. all up on Tor- Girl, Tormund. You love you he Tormund, is. Yes. He's just, he is what There's he is. a glow in Heather's eyes. I know, she's she kinda, her eyes are kind of sparkling a little she's bit. She's crossed her legs and what? curled yeah. her toes. I'm like, Got that blanket on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Heather, remind us again what your favorite part was. When John went with Terman. <laughs> Anything that happened with Terman. He's Turman. like, blah. <laughs> well, you know, it's like he's walking up and he's 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 walking up and he sees him there. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to hug each other and be like, What's up, man? What's up? They just yeah, had a connection. Listen, he was like, up. I've been waiting on you. We you know, and, and yes. we're you're going with us. And that showed like this brotherhood. This was like a connection mm-hmm. that when was I unspoken. Okay, but hold up. I'm a hugger. No, I am too, person. though. I am. He did, me, I'm a hugger. He me did too. hug mm-hmm. him when he, uh, John and Tormund did hug when, when John left Winterfell. Yeah. Yes, they did. And, but um, Ghost did not get a pat or anything. No, so and then, then they switched it around. The world had a problem. Ghost got a pat and, and Tormund got eye contact. And they and rode off together and take. into yeah, the... Yeah, they rode yeah. off together into the winter sunset. All right. Well, I think it's fair. I mean, John is a favorite character... He is. ...of, of everyone. And, I, I mean, and I, I like John. I don't think then, that's really why it's my favorite. But then though. I didn't like John. Me too. Because John was a pathetic follower. He at no point ever embraced being a leader. 
Mm-hmm. All right, and if you're going to show up to the damn dance, it's toe the line and lead. It's kind of like I've just. I've just hit so many people with this sword. I just want to go off to the north and rest, and, man. And, but you know what? He was like that in I've the north. I've been fighting all my life. He was like I've that in the north. I've been a bastard fighting all my life. He was, he was like that in in Winterfell. He was like that at King's Landing. Mm-hmm. He was like that in, in the Night's Watch. But he was honest and he said over and over again, I don't want it, dog. I, I don't mean, want Maybe this. not dog, but I mean, he said, I don't want it. Well, then stop. That's all... He's a follower, and he followed. He did what he... I have a problem with, with, with I'm a people follower. that keep doing things to put him in a leadership role and don't own it. And that's what he did. Well, I can say that kind of, but... And he, he struggled with every damn decision that he ever made. And I Try just, and do the right thing, man. Don't we all struggle just a little bit And then bit he sometimes? killed the love of his life and his queen. So is that the right thing? He didn't kill his. He didn't kill her. Ygritte, he killed Daenerys. He didn't kill Egret. No, no. But he loved. He got he, shot by an arrow. No, no. The, he said that he loved Daenerys. Yeah, he did. And his queen. He did. But so he that's did twofold, it. right? Yeah. He he bent the knee. I got what you're saying. Yeah. And the love of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, to his credit, she tried to tempt him with the pooty poo. Like three oh times. God. She sure did. And she he, sure did. She tried to put it on him. And he, he said, no, Aunt, he Daener- said, no, Aunt no. Danny. He was he all, said, he was all about girl. He was all about French and his aunt. Right? But when it came to the pooty poo, he backed off of it. <laughs> no, Aunt Danny. He did. <laughs> no, girl. I've seen some things on Pornhub that was all about Aunt Danny. <laughs> oh. I ain't going to lie to you. Now listen, oh, no. we we have someone here that's had traumatic experiences with porn. Let's just put that. Let's just lay that. Syphilis. <laughs> Gonorrhea. She actually. We after, need to just after, let that go. After ahead. that whole thing, she was out there googling. Let me see pictures of gonorrhea. I'm fixing. To, I'm fixing to show these boys. I'm gonna I shock did. some bitches right gonna, now. This ain't gonna happen again in my house. Not my house. Put your dick in and it explodes. <laughs> that was an Eddie yes. Murphy reference right That's there. That's what I tried to tell him. Remember Delirious? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, you pray for herpes. After a while, you're just going to put your dick in and it's going to explode. <laughs> I just got herpes. Sweet. <laughs> see? Did you ever see That's Delirious? That's what I tried to warn him from. I don't think so. I don't okay. know. Who are you? I don't. Please what don't. was your favorite movie growing up? No, yeah. we're, 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 we'll do that oh, we're, in a Okay, okay. All right. So, my favorite part. <laughs> Lord Jesus, it's going to be a three-hour podcast. Well, I, I like mean, break it up into three editions. I like it. Editions. I like it. No, I like it. Okay. Uh, my favorite part was twofold. Okay. First was when they were doing the um, the council yeah. that was figuring out the king. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. I like how they brought everybody together. I did. Too. Including the dude from... Robin. Robin from... Aaron. Uh, Aaron. What, what was his... The Where eerie, was he from? Eerie. He, the eerie. He was the eerie, yeah. So Robin of the Vale. Yeah, and and the Sam, yeah. Samuel was there. He yeah, was the main I love maester. that Samuel. Me too. Uh, and, but what I loved was Tully standing up and professing his importance, and Sausage just went, have a seat. Uncle, <laughs> have a seat. And, and then he knocks his sword on the, the, on the oh. post. And he it was just, so awkward. He's like, man. He's an idiot. And he's <laughs> been an idiot the whole show. He's trying, though. God love him. He's and I trying. love that. But what I did like about that, that, that scene mm-hmm. was Tyrion had been cast down to the dungeons. Mm-hmm. 
or the office, whatever was left. And after then they brought the him up and asked him his opinion. And all of a sudden, he crowns the king. That seemed to be a bit of a stretch. Right. Like, Four why, months, did they, why did Grey Worm go with that? Well, they, they, it's just the, like, yeah, what? the assumption is it was a four-month gap right? because his beer was more full and mm-hmm. whatever. Snow was So full. he comes up, and he's like, let me tell you about who's going to be the king. Because I've had a lot of time to And then Bran is, is Don the king, mm-hmm. and all the memes that came out was I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. It, like, Bran is the one guy at the office that's part of your team that does nothing but gets all the credit. Yes. I and, think we've all been there. And I also think that Bran, that the, the theory's out there, and I believe this one, that Bran may be the most sadistic person on this damn show. Because oh, he knew all it. this shit was happening to get him in that seat. Hmm. Because he could see the past, he could see the future, and he only let in nuggets. And, and then, he did say, like, at the why end... Do you think I, I've been, yes. uh, why do you think I've been yeah, waiting that's so true. That's true. So I think he's a sadistic son of a bitch. And he got his ass in the seat that he wanted. I love him. He's my second. Tormund, then Bran. What? So you go from the, the, the wildebeest guy that can't even walk right. Wildebeest. What? Do not talk about my man that way. <laughs> so, but my other favorite part was when they did the small council at the end. That was funny. I like how they incorporated humor mm-hmm. in the yes. last episode overall. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Tyrion is straightening up all the chairs, he's trying to do the right thing. Right. He's a little insecure. And here comes Bran. Or here comes uh, Bran. Bran. Yes. Who is one of my favorite. I love him. Brienne, yeah. And who was the. So it was. Dab- uh, uh, Davos. 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 But you know what? He, he really had an under, underheralded. Yes. Oh, I love him. Me too. And he really had a lot of impact. So much common sense in him, and then his little one-liners here and there. Yes. But whenever he introduced uh, John to Danny for the first time, and he was like, "Yeah, he's king of the north." (laughs) I mean, there's nothing else. He was just making shit. John Snow. He was just making. He's king of the north. He's king of the north. (laughs) So I, I, I found it really, again, I thought it was much better than the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the previous episode was. I felt, I felt let down. Cheated. Yeah. Like, right, the fact the that it took longer to kill the mountain than it mm-hmm. did to kill Cersei mm-hmm. made me feel like, all right, we spent more time on Cersei, mm-hmm. yet it takes a rock slide mm-hmm. to kill her, and she's a babbling bitch at the end mm-hmm. of the show. And you have the mountain, the hound, with the cinematography where you have the the, mm-hmm. the dragons flying over. It was busy, yeah. kind of busy. And they yeah. needed to be in a catacomb. They needed to be in a yes. in an alleyway somewhere. You know, they that's where they needed to be because mm-hmm. they were two brothers mm-hmm. fighting they to, to the be death. Raw, right, you right. Think? It was too grandiose. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. It needed to be a little bit more dirty. And then you have Cersei dying in a. Cavern somewhere. You know, and I sort of felt in that moment when she was talking to uh, Jamie, when he was trying to find a way out, she said something to him, and I don't remember what it was, but there a thought crossed my mind. You are manipulating him even in the end. So my thoughts on Jamie was this, is he had done a 180 most of the, you know, the, the second half of mm-hmm. the, the show. Mm-hmm. And then he just all of a sudden. And all of a sudden he turned his back on the woman that loved him. Uh-huh. Even though she was a giant, and she he rode back to King's Landing uh-huh. and became a bitch again. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
and, I mean, on his sister. Right. That's and he the, had this big, beautiful unstated. woman who loved him. No, she wasn't beautiful. But in I, real life, she is. She's I think no, she's, no, she's not beautiful. Yeah, I've Googled. I think she's I think beautiful. She's, I think she is, too. I think she's lovely. Well, it's cute that you all think that, but you're not in the girls, are you? No. Janet? Heather? No. no. I am. She ain't pretty. Now, listen. Let's calm down. And because just, there are she different... Probably, she's probably a beautiful soul. <laughs> well, her soul may be pretty, I think but her ass ain't worth looking at. I think she's lovely. She, her, no. Now, that is... Some other people might think that, though. Who? Other men. Name one. I don't know. Well, I don't talk don't to many men. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Other on Bumble. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. What's her husband look like? No, he uh, is a, he's short. He, he's actually a fashion designer. He is. And he is like 20 years her senior. Yeah. Really? That's he, what I mean. He isn't too, no, he's too not. smooth, no. I don't think. He has money. But she sees him. She sees something beautiful in his soul. That's or, right. Or, she doesn't care what about, about looks. Da- is it Davos? Davos? Davos. Davos. He's not him? hard on the eyes, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I you all like a silver fox. I sure you. do, girl. All right, now, he, now Heather five. is, what, how old are you, Heather? 44. 44. All right. And Davos is probably 67. Is Let's, that what you're looking for? Hey, if you got it, you got it, you got it. I see two ladies that need to be on OurTime.com. And I like that brawn, too. Me too. Right, now, Jorah girl, Mormont. Girl. No, no, Jorah, I wanted to kill him the first season. Why? Because he was because too honorable? Because he is the Charlton Heston. He overacts every damn scene he's ever been. I agree with that. He just overacts it. I agree with that a little bit, he, yeah. He's fine. No, he's not fine. Yes, he's he dead. is fine. Look at, oh, my Atlanta. Look so how old is Davos? I don't know. Google girl? I'm just saying <laughs> he's a handsome older man. I, I think he's a silver He has a little bit of Sean Connery in you. That's, yeah. A little bit. A little That's bit. the stuff right there. Davos actor. Let's see what. Oh my gosh. Oh, I think he is good looking. Look at that right there. Right, how old is he? Quit googling his looks. And I, now I, I can Google what I want because I'm I, a grown ass woman. It's, it's not good for podcasting. Remember where we are, what <laughs> oh, we're doing. Right. Right? I'm just saying we're not just sitting okay, in the damn basement. Okay, let me see what his name is. Hold on, to see. Liam it, Cunningham. All right, All we, right. That's not what we asked. Okay, I've got to get to where. Let's see. I'd say, I would guess he's about 65. 67. Okay, so he's born in 1961. Oh, so he's not. How about you look at his age? Is it Wikipedia? Can you not do math? No. Okay. I've had Um, copious amounts of bourbon. Okay, so he's 57. Oh, he's not 57. Seven years older. There is no way he is seven years older than me. Perfect man for you. I know. No, look, no, really. really, And he's got that Scottish accent. No, think about it. I'm all over it. Think about it. Look at him. Isn't he cute? No, he's bald and gray. That, uh, that's, uh, so? That doesn't necessarily mean he's You may be bald and gray one day. You really? You speaking of hair. Down. Speaking of hair. <laughs> we have a sponsor, ladies. Oh, Did you know that? Yes. You we, mentioned that before. We have a sponsor. Thank it, it, you. It is uh, Plaza Barbershop. What do you think about the hair? I think oh, it looks fabulous. Gosh. Yes. It's never looked better. Well, you've only known me a few years, but <laughs> it's shiny. You don't remember the, it's the mullet. Spiky. You don't remember the mullet. You had no, one I don't too. Remember it. Oh, me I too. Had, I had a power mullet. Totally what? had a mullet. Did he? Did did Mike did this, not do it? No. Okay, so good so, job, Mike. So Mike at Plaza Barbershop, right next to the Save a Lot in Frankfort, Kentucky. Oh. His hours are nine to five during the week and eight to twelve thirty on Saturday. 
He is amazing. He's the man. Well, he is. Your hair really, I told you that earlier. Your hair really does look yeah, very like, nice. Remember the Calvin um, comic strip? It's kind of what it reminds me of a little bit. So like She's going to say Calvin Klein. No, that's Calvin what I was hoping. Klein? That's what I was hoping. Mm. And then I went to a child in a comic. Like Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, I'm, I'm pissing on something at this point. <laughs> but Mike, don't worry about it. Because we're going to still send to people to your barber shop. Yeah. So, honestly, I had the hardest thing for a guy, I don't know about a girl. Mm-hmm. Or Heather can probably speak to this because she's recently moved to this area. Yes. It is really scary to find a new person to do your hair. <laughs> yes. Sometimes right? it's scary to... If you go to the old one. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I went to Mike right before my 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I'm going away to Gatlinburg. My boys are going with me. It's going to be fun and all that. And I signed up with Mike and I'm like, dude, give me a, a skin on the sides, make it look good on the front. And I think that's called a high and tight. No, it's not a high and tight. You sure? <laughs> Girl, I know what high and tight is. Don't talk to me about that. I know what it is. And, my six-year-old nephew has And then Mike got a hold of my beard. Now, let me tell you what's tough is when you trust somebody with a beard, that's a whole mm. different thing. And your beard is spectacular. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's its own Here's like, the thing page. about a haircut versus a Some beard. Page. When yeah. you do a haircut and it's mm-hmm. messed up in the back, nobody sees it. But everybody sees your beard all the time. First True. thing, yeah. And he was a yeah. little timid at first. I'm going to say, Mike, you were a little timid. <laughs> but then after he got used to it, he took care of it really well. So Mike Good. Stanley at Plaza Barbershop, save a lot parking lot. How you often demand. do you have to go to get this maintained? Probably the beard every month to month and a half, the haircut to probably every three weeks. So, That's Mike, I'm going to see you on Thursday. That would be tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to yeah. come up and see you tomorrow, but awesome. he, he does a great job. He does and there do are a good two job. ladies, or yeah, there's two ladies in the barbershop with him does a fine job. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to go to anybody, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to Mike. The best mm-hmm. haircuts I've ever had have been done by a barber. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, are the ladies in his shop a, bar- a barber's too? Yes. Oh. But I don't know anything about him because I only went to Mike Stanley uh-huh. at Plaza Barbershop. Yeah. Next to the Save a Lot parking lot. Have you got a little bromance with him? No. Okay. No. Does he do women's hair? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm sure Mike would. Is he Welcome, old lady. Is he cute? He is adorable. I ain't going to lie to you. He's married. Mike is married. Oh, good. But ladies, That's awesome. you know, just back back the fuck off <laughs> from Mike at the Plaza Barbershop next to Save a Lot parking lot. I know. He's going to have all these ladies like well, one day. You know, uh, get their haircut. Mike, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, brother. I ain't, going to, I ain't trying to get in trouble, but these ladies are thirsty. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, go to Mike. Uh, so, Cheers, baby. Right? So, uh, Game of Thrones over? Are we mm-hmm. done with Game of Thrones? I'm over it. I think we are, but I think, honestly, you know, theoretically, are we really I am. done with it? I am. <laughs> I no, see I really that. Am. No, I, I mean, honestly, when I get to the point that where it has lasted so long, mm-hmm. from the next, from the last season to this one, and mm-hmm. everybody has had to come up with theories and all that shit. That wears me out. That tires me out. And there are still theories. I didn't even Daenerys read any of that. Dead. I didn't even read any of that. I did. I didn't I read any theories. You know, I, I did. And I think the one that probably stood out to me more is that, that Bran is really sadistic and mm. he is, he, he's not a good dude. 
I don't believe that. But but what it make what about Bran makes you think he's good? What has he done? One thing. He well, hasn't killed anyone. Cause, cause he what knew, he has done is he, he tracked has, the Night King so that they would know when he was gonna, you know, be arriving. All right. So he plotted John versus Daenerys. He planted the seed and watched it grow. Right. Mm. Because it needed to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knew everything was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He knew all of the carnage mm-hmm. in King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you know that children and mothers mm-hmm. and families are going to die. Well, true. You know, I, I mean, that's pretty damn heinous. I thought that he didn't know the future. I thought he said that he knew the past. No, he said, I mainly live in the past. Mainly. Maybe he had an inkling. Because there is many more events that happened in the past that mm-hmm. will happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think he just made certain that Tyrion went on his wild goose chase, you know, with talking to Cersei mm-hmm. at at the wall at, at King's Landing, mm-hmm. and and the 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 really hot uh, cross dressed uh, no the cross dressed no no <laughs> that's not a drop Masanda Masanda yeah the, and she she got her head cut off Bless. he saw that he set that shit up so if he did that. He is a sadistic guy. Why else would he come from but Winterfell as a cripple? Haven't you seen Back to the Future? Don't you know that if you mess with things, then it gets worse? You're quoting Back to the Future. Like, I mean, seriously. Really? If you mess with the future. Is it Cersei or seriously? Seriously. <laughs> Cersei. <laughs> it sounds really similar. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does. It's my Western Kentucky seriously. Seriously. Yeah, but I mean, when you mess with the future, then it's gonna screw up the past, and things could get way worse. Have you watched Family Guy? They no. always mess no. With I, I find watch, it. I don't watch Family Guy. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, do it. Family Guy tucks me in every night. As Aww, it does my 19 year old son. Yes. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm just smart. saying he loves Family he's Guy because I have it programmed on my DVR to record all the time. So right now I have about 81 episodes. Mm. So what I do is I'll lay down in bed. Mm -hmm. I'll put on Family Guy. Mm -hmm. And that is mindless humor. Mm -hmm. Sophomoric, call it what you will. Okay. Right? And I've already seen them. So I don't need to lay there Mm -hmm. and think about, I need to wait and see what happens the next segment. It's Mm -hmm. just mindless entertainment. And it takes me out of the day. Gordon Ramsay cooking shows. No, I want to see who wins that damn challenge. Master Chef Junior. You know, the, 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 I want to see who wears uh, wins the the box challenge. What do they call that? Uh, the mystery box challenge. I need to see who wins it. Me too. Okay. I'm just saying. And I cannot stand to see children cry. Have you seen that meme of that little dude that's flipping that hamburger and he's just crying and crying? <laughs> no, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. Poor little. I can't see children cry. All right. Uh, Okay. Let's let's. May I share? Yes, Yes. please. So my three kids will be watching TV with me. We love cooking shows. Mm -hmm. And and two things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my I have a ten year old son, Mm -hmm. set of eight year old twin daughters, and we watch a lot of cooking shows. So Mm -hmm. I was cooking one weekend. I love to cook for them, Mm -hmm. and they're really adventurous eaters. That's a good thing. That's awesome. And so I, I cooked something, and my son went into critique mode, and I listened to him for about 30 seconds. And I'm like, son, 
if you have anything bad to say about my food, you're going to go hungry real quick. <laughs> this is not a cooking show. This is not, you're not a judge. You eat that or you go hungry is what I'm talking about. Hmm. And the girls went, uh, Nathan, you need to eat up. <laughs> so, but um, I, I don't know what the second point of that was. I dumped a whole lasagna Neither in the trash one time. Why? Because lasagna is delicious. I know, it and is. it was delicious. She makes a great lasagna. Thank you. Why it was good. That? Well, because I don't cook anymore. <laughs> but because of your critters. I did it for 20. It's your critters. Yeah, we got to get rid of those critters. Oh, let's just air that all over the world. There you go, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks we're being listened to in Sweden. Didn't you say we were? Scotland. Oh, my Lanta, I love me a kilt better than anything. Uh, you know what? For, 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 no, for, for, for Halloween, mm-hmm. I wore me a kilt. Did you? All right, so. In the real, like, yes. kiltish way? Oh, my Lanta, yeah, what? So, so I, I put, down. I went for Halloween, I went, went as a giant <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and I had a sleeveless, laced-up shirt. Yeah. In, in, in a top hat. Okay. And a red beard. Oh. Okay. Did you and, have the suspender thingies? No, I had the work boots and the kilt. Hot. And I went to a very popular Halloween party. Okay. And all the ladies asked if I were authentic. And I'm like, yes, Lord. Yes, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Is this the, the very popular Halloween party that I missed last year? Yes. Damn. That's on you at this point. Ah, oh, it's on me. It's on me. So to 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 bring, go back to where we originally started. Yeah. Evidently, I ladies talk about dating mm-hmm. and TV shows. Yep. What we else? We family. Uh, yeah. We don't. We, you know. Do you honestly, women talk about family? We do. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And and I think um, when you were still in your former marriage. And when I was. Being traumatized. Yes, but I think there were things that you discovered that he did not um, want to hear that were things that really um, you determined that um, it was best to just tell all that stuff to your girlfriend, you know, your your buddy, your BFF, because he didn't want to hear it. Yeah. And, And I think he told her that. Yeah. So, so that's still relationships, right? Mm-hmm. That's not really family. Yeah, we still talk about relationships. Yeah, we do. I mean, anything else? Mm, work. I mean, yeah, oh, normal. I think it's we're pretty boring, stuff. really. No, no, I think I think the the dating things yes. exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the uh, TV stuff is interesting. It's right? interesting. No, I think it's interesting. Okay. Because you may be watching a show that's different than Heather. Mm-hmm. Right. Our perspective might be different. If right. Yeah. Because I think we all enjoy, the mm-hmm. three of us enjoy mm-hmm. going to work and talking about what we saw mm-hmm. on the last episode of where yep. we're watching. So yep. I think that's fun. And now we have yep. to find something else. Now, now, I will tell you that guys don't talk as much about TV shows. Okay. Now, Chief wow. General Counsel and I spent like a half hour today. We were laying it out about Game of Thrones. I really need to go talk to Chief General Counsel. I will tell you what. We, maybe we should all have lunch. One of the most awesome mm-hmm. people I have ever known is him. Wow. 
I mean, he's he's and he's a West Kentucky dude. He just is? need to lay that out hey. there. And he is Ballard a, County. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. No, he no he's Paducah. No, he's no Pike, Pike. No, he's from Ballard County. What, what's Ballard the city? County Bomber. What's the city? The center. No, it's not. It could be. I mean, that's the primary <laughs> city. <laughs> he's he's from Ballard County. Well, I'm anyway, Barlow. Anyway, I I, I ain't talk about just, all that shit. Just, but um, but it, it, he is. 20 years my junior. Uh-huh. Awesome. He's a good dude. He likes bourbon. He likes Game of Thrones. I'm in. You're, de- right. you're good. So yeah. speaking of bourbon, yeah. how are you ladies doing? We're like, so Same I point. don't know if you noticed this, but we are both extremely lightweight. <laughs> Kirby. Kirby. Kirby in real life, but lightweights with the bourbon. We'll hang out more. I mean... Holy crap. <laughs> I'm just really... I mean, I feel like I need, like, some coffee. Um, maybe a, a raw egg. Hangover <laughs> cure before I even go to bed. A raw I'm egg. not sure. So, <laughs> and yet, here I go. Another ship. <laughs> so, Janet um, has moved to Bourbon on the Rocks. Yes. And Heather is still in her blanket and drinking the original. No. The no. You filled that. Did you? I, did I, did yeah, she's see got my, the square ice cube big, because you oh, said you square ice cube. What do you think? If you had to drink one of the two, the, the, the ginger the first ale one. The first one. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, have I, mean, work, I have work to do. Well, I mean, I just, you know. I just want to drink pleasant, <laughs> soft, <laughs> nice things. I don't want to be like, oh my God. All right, so what I could do with okay, go ahead. for you all yes. Yes. is do like a bourbon tasting. Oh, I love and, and I will tell you that the bourbon. VIP tour? No, no the, the bourbon that we're drinking tonight is not top shelf. Okay. But I like it. Okay. It, it's really good for me. Okay. But I could set you up with one to find out where your palate is. Some pappy? You don't no, have any pappy? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Pappy oh, God love you. You've been to Kentucky your whole life. <laughs> yes. All right, let me ask you ladies about this. Yeah. Because this is very important for guys. Okay. If you're planning on dating men, mm-hmm. have you watched Justified? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Who's your favorite character? Huh. Well, Boyd the- Crowder. See, Heather, you and I see eye to eye because Raylan Gibbons is a bitch. Well, I like Raylan, but Boyd Crowder is my man. I would marry him tomorrow. Really? Yes. There is nobody more loyal than Boyd Crowder. He's got the prettiest teeth. They're big. Kiss him right on his mouth. They're big. They're big. Kiss him on the mouth. I do. I do. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. All right, and and Janet. I like. I like the. I like Raylan. Yeah, it's hotter than a two-dollar pistol. Do you hear me? You know what I love about <laughs> Boyd? I've seen it six times. I've he's seen that he's very smart. He's got a very brilliant mind. The whole show six times, and I will watch it. Again. Don't do any spoilers of the last two seasons because I haven't seen right. them yet. What I love about Boyd is he owns who he is at the moment. What he's Raylan never does, it. what Raylan never does, is own who he is, and he lets. The, his ex-wife be he lets his ex-wife make him his bitch 
Yes, he does. And Boy. that is just I look, I know you don't think Boyd Crowder is cute. He, he, but I will tell you what, if I were a woman, which I am not, you look, if I were a woman, I would bang the shit out of Boyd Crowder. You would love Boyd Crowder. Yes, yes. Let me see him. Have you seen him when he found Jesus? No. Evidently, you ain't watched enough episodes. I haven't watched enough episodes. Because I won't tell you what, that guy, if he were a televangelist, he's, he would be the one of the most popular ever. He's a... Um, All right, Heather, look at me. Yes. What? Have you watched Sons of Our Anarchy? I, yes, but I stopped... Um, whenever I moved, I was watching it. I was where, getting where, caught up. Where were you? I think I'm on season. How many seasons are there? Six or seven. I think I'm on season four. All right, so you're going to get to know Boyd Crowder in a whole new way in about season five. Really? And you will still love him. Really? Just and if you love him in season five, you're going to know more things about you yourself than you ever knew before. Oh boy. <laughs> Like what? May, may I spoil it for no, you? No, don't. All right. Don't spoil it. Right. I think I've already got the gist. No, you don't. You do not. Oh, there okay. is no way you can know what's going to happen. None. None. I'm looking at a picture of that Raylan, and he's hotter than a $2 pistol. <laughs> Let me I mean, see. don't just go ahead and talk amongst yourselves. Let me see. I got this. <laughs> he. Well, I mean, Girl. there is nothing. I mean, he Merciful is heaven. he is stereotypical cowboy. What's wrong with that? No, it's fine.